Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. This is my favourite bit. There you go. Oh, look. Just as you said, there you go. My computer just opened up a whole <laughs> world of fun. You've got a treasure trove here because I am fucking addicted to Amazon. This, I, I'm calling it, this is a two-episode special. You've got so in your basket right now. We've got whiskey, whiskey tumblers. We've got a concrete face <laughs> flower pot. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you buying a Hemmet, a Hemmerton concrete face flower pot cement face vase? <laughs> yeah, I got. I need a vase for a plant, and I like that one. Right. So you just are you going to you're happy to leave these things in your basket? Are you? You don't you don't want me to help you out here? <laughs> no, I haven't decided yet if I'm getting them. Jade. Your basket is an episode in its own right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like some explorer who's just discovered Tutankhamun's... Do you know what I mean? Have you, have you, watched, uh, have you watched The Dig on Netflix? You know when they discover that ancient Anglo-Saxon boat? Oh, yeah. We stopped watching it mid, midway through. But yes, yes, I have. I feel like that, but without the uh, dubious sexual tension that was... Uh... <laughs> Bryshaw Coffin, Long False Nails. They came, actually. I do have those. I could take them off. They already arrived. Um, and they weren't what they say they are. What do you mean? Uh, so are you t- looking at the yellow nails or are you looking at the ones that have got like a sort of um, pastel fade on them? <laughs> There's two options. You've got one which is bright yellow yeah. and one which has got a pastel fade. Well, they are past- long. Those pastel fades rocked up to the house. They're here and they're not, they've got no pink on them and I'm livid. Ah, they're uh, just yellow and blue, and I didn't want yellow and blue nails. I wanted a, uh, I wanted the fade. You wanted to start with the pink. Well, it's, it, there's almost something slightly traffic light about them. It starts with red, then goes amber, then green at the end-ish. So They're like bit... gender reveal nails, except for <laughs> I've just decided not to tell you what it's going to be. <laughs> exactly. It's a gender-neutral uh, reveal. Yeah. Wow. Also, uh, coffin nails, that's what uh, cigarettes used to be called, isn't it? Coffin nails. Yeah. Oh yeah, nails in the coffin. Nails yeah. In the coffin. Um, oh my god. Okay, listen. We're going to come back to the current basket. Like I say, ninety items in there. But the first thing we're going to do, as we always do on my mate bought a toaster, Jade Adams, is dive into your distant past. Okay. So oh, wow. We're going right back, right back. <gasps> oh fuck. So the first thing we've got then, uh, Jade, is in twenty fifteen. Only one order placed over the whole year. Right. Yeah. 20 eco-friendly sky lanterns for Christmas bought in May. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That I mean well, was this an occasion? What? Yeah, um I uh what what tell me what day what month of the year I bought them? 30th of May 2015. 30th of May. Oh, so no. Well, 
2015, I bought Sky Lanterns. Who the hell were they for? There's a lot of them as well. Not just one. You bought 20. 20 Sky Lanterns. Yeah. Do you know what? I think I probably had them in order because that's slightly after the the day of the year where my where my sister is not with us anymore so i mm. might have bought them for that but it's quite strange that i <laughs> didn't put them up <laughs> or i hadn't bought them until may i can't believe that i uh, didn't buy them till may but i know for certain that we didn't use those until I think at least a year and a half later. Right. And I lived with these four girls. I lived with three other girls. Sorry, it was four of us in Clapton. It was the like the first two years of us living together was it was incredible. Yeah. Um, and we just used to do lots of cool. I'd never lived with girls like that before, but we used to do lots of um, what maybe chaps might call girly things. But we used to be quite you know excited by each other's company. We'd cook for each other. You know, like if someone had an idea about how to make us all relax we'd get we'd, we'd throw but we'd jump straight in with both feet you know oh, and love I love it I love it and you I act think, as one don't you you act as one that's what happened it was like stand by me but for two years but in Clapton with four girls uh, in their 30s um, but they um, yeah I think one of I think someone's friend must have died and then we all went out into the local park and, let, and set the lanterns off I know that that's what those lanterns were used for for sure oh wow Oh, wow. That's quite, I mean, it's quite a sort of touching start to the podcast. It's very hard for me to be uh, flippant <laughs> when you started the podcast with a memorial, yeah. Jade. Do sum it with that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that is what's known as a hospital pass right there. Oh, what's, what's, what's your favourite loss? Oh, for fuck's sake. Save it, save it for grief cast. Um, <laughs> I've already done it, babe. So yeah. go and have a listen. Do you know what? I've done it as well. And it's very useful grief cast because whenever I, if I'm meeting new people or I've talked about it and say, I lost my dad when I was very young. What's the story? And I'm like, oh, do you know what? Just go and hit a grief cast series. Grief cast. Yeah, have a listen to that. Yeah. Uh, so 2015, you're living in Clapton. Uh, you're from Bristol originally. When did you, when did you move up that London? Um, I moved to that there, London, in 2011, but I had previously lived in Wales for nearly 10 years before that. So I actually moved out of Bristol and haven't lived there since I was about 18. I did like a year in between that, but mm. or nine months, I think it was. Um, but yeah, I haven't really lived in Bristol since I was 18 years old. Um, as a Welshman, can we have a quick Welsh chat, please? Why Wales? Where Wales? All that sort of well, stuff. Well, I um, only got into one university because I failed my A-levels. Mm. Um, and uh, I phoned up the University of Glamorgan... I know where. Um, I'm sure you know where it is, Newport, South Wales. Isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, isn't it? I thought. No. I, I, hasn't it got? Well, okay. It used to have a campus in Newport in 1998 because I had an ex-girlfriend who was there. It might have done, but now, well, when I was there, it was the University of Glamorgan in Traforest, oh, uh, and Christ. I lived and I lived in Traforest in Pontypridd for four years. Oh yes. And then I moved to uh, Cardiff for another four years, and then I moved to London. Um, but I love Wales, mm. and I and I only discovered it because I'd gone to this uni. I'd, I'd failed my levels. I phoned them up, and I said, "Can I still come?" And they went, "Yeah." So I went to the uni, and um, and I, I had I, I would say uh, quite a, a, a a sort of an up and down four years at that university I'll be honest um but what it did do is put me uh very much at the front and center of Wales's most creative um uh sort of epicenter so it made me meet all of the creative people that I know from Wales like there ain't an actor or a, a director or someone that I haven't like you know gotten a, got pissed in a year in the back garden of, <laughs> of Milgies uh, on a load of cocktails with you know so like 
that like there's like a very small there's a small group of people it's not small actually it's huge but yeah. of you know of welsh people who have done who have gone on to do like really incredible things but all of us used to work at this place called milgi in um in cardiff Brilliant. but i am actually moving back to bristol i have just bought my very first house no way by myself uh, is this yes. exclusive are we gonna yeah. get this is this gonna end up in the express yeah, no, you can you can have the exclusive. There oh, you go. Oh, mate, congratulations! That's de- that's delightful news. Which whereabouts in Bristol and what, what's the? Setup? Well, I'm not I'm not going to say where because I would like to keep some of my privacy. Um, postcode, can, just give us a postcode, yeah. mate. Postcode yeah. and house number. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Get on board. People can be um people can uh, be quite nuts um uh, in the, in real life, especially <laughs> if you say something they don't like you saying. <laughs> um, but I am moving to Bristol, and uh, it's because I found a house that had been a basically a crack den for 30 years basically lovely and um I got it very, very cheap. It needs a lot of work. It's an empty shell of a house at the moment. All the people that live there as well, I'm going to virtue signal. Hang on. No, no, no. Yeah, still there. Um, No, I'm going to virtue signal right now for a moment. All of the people that lived in the house before I bought it have all been rehoused. Yes, bitches. Before anyone says I kicked homeless people out onto the street. That is so... You're so nice. Hang on. Are you saying you rehoused them personally? No, I did nothing. I'm less impressed. (laughs) Well, I've known the landlord of a long time the guy who um had the house mm. and he um he rehoused them i didn't but it was it that did happen as part of the whole <sighs> process so we've had tragic deaths and crack dens and we are five minutes into the podcast <laughs> great welcome along to my mate bought a toaster all right let's dive into 2016 now yeah uh with the fabulous jade adams uh we are looking through what have we got here um we have got let me go i know it was the beginning Oh, lovely. You've got a high-grade USB cable there. That's February 2016, <laughs> so I'd like to see. Uh, ladies plus-size harem trousers, uh, full oh, leggings, stretch pants. So I used to not be able to afford clothes, so I used to buy... And also, being the size that I am, getting clothes that fit me is quite difficult. But I found these awesome harem trousers in all different colours on Amazon, and actually it was all that I wore for about two years. Yeah. This is quite a, something we've never talked about before on the podcast because similarly, my, my feet are a size 13, so they're off the normal kind of size. Although, have you seen that the word normal is becoming uh, a bit cancelled recently, which I'm quite a big fan of? Um we're starting to not say normal anymore. But anyway, my, my feet are... Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how to react to that no, uh, um, for a moment, but actually that sounds all right. I'm quite on board with it. It's a... I forgot which one it is. It's a makeup company who said they're going to stop saying normal because there isn't a normal. And I, I'm actually a big fan of that. Um, so uh, I've got size 13 feet and I only had one pair of shoes for basically my 20s because wow. you, they, they, all there was was one shop called Long Tall... Sally. Sally. Something. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And uh, then Amazon came along. Oh, oh it's I amazing. Could, they're so good. It's I know, so good. it's brilliant. God bless Amazon. Thank you for my special. God, you've got a lot of these fucking trousers, Jade. Jeez. I know. I, I wore them for two years. Bloody Every hell. photo of me on the internet from that time, I'm wearing those trousers. <laughs> well, they're cheap as well. 30 quid for three pairs. I know, it's nuts, isn't it? I mean, that's all. You almost in sort of disposable trouser territory there do you know what i mean one wear binham yeah exactly that's what i uh i mean it's not very good for the planet but i'll be honest with you i still have all the trousers there you go you, you still got them now i got them they're in my living uh, they're in my bedroom they're packed away in a vacuum sealed thing but i kept them all yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do with them you, i can't get rid of that sort of stuff I, you've got to keep it it's part of you 
Yeah, I find it very hard chucking anything out, but then eventually I'm like, it's got to go. But I, I do recycle. I don't know why I'm virtue signaling so much on this <laughs> fucking podcast. I don't know. What are you doing to me? Disgusting. I recycle and I house crack addicts. Oh, my God. No, I'm awful. Who am I? Gross. Drum box. You bought a drum box. Um, basically, that was the year I started dating uh, Rich Wilson, my partner. Oh. And he and his son was a drummer. So I think I was trying to get in favour of his kids. And for that Christmas, um, I um, got his son a drum box uh, for Christmas. And he really loved it and still has it now. Amazing. So He's a drummer. He's a drummer. Yeah, right. Okay, right, right. right. Yeah. So, uh, so you started seeing uh, Rich Wilson in 2016. Yeah. Uh, is that why you also bought two, two Christmas uh, jumpers as well at the same time? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe? His, his and hers Christmas jumper? No. Oh, you're such an arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both for Rich and I. This is this is love. Look at this love blossoming. This one purchase on the twenty second of December. This is beautiful because sometimes at Christmas people buy loads of stuff. You see it on the Amazon accounts. They buy like 18, 20, 40, loads and loads of things at Christmas. And you've just bought with this new boyfriend of yours. You've bought his kid a drum box, and you've bought you and him a his and hers Christmas jumper. That is oh. fucking beautiful. And let's be honest, they're very uh, trendy Nordic Christmas jumpers as well. Just let's not trashy. You know, I want to put that out there. Like. Mm. It, they're mm. not trashy. These are like nice jumpers. We Cardigan-y. still have them. Do you still have yeah. them? Do you still have them? Yeah, we, we've still got them. Yeah, we wear them every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in your Christmas cardigans. Your only, we've only worn them, what, five times now? <laughs> no, four times. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. Just worn them constantly. Never take them off. Um, <laughs> also, 22nd of December, 2016, Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Smoking. How's that going? <sighs> going well, is it? <laughs> Joy to, shall I reorder that? Is, it? Is, that, is this what this laugh means? Is this what the slightly chesty laugh means? I haven't even watched it. I haven't even read it. Oh, Jade. Jade. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Carr's How to Quit Smoking. And uh, you, you spent six ninety nine on this. <laughs> just before Christmas. Do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to write a review of it. <laughs> Because I'm in your account, overwriting one star, add a headline, <laughs> haven't even even read it. Fags are nice. <laughs> yeah, cigarettes are nice though. That's your review. Submit that. Okay. <laughs> in no sense uh, does this podcast endorse smoking, but they're so cool. Um, oh, yeah, I look wicked. I, I've triggered oh. so many people over at my Zoom gigs because I smoke in my gigs and everyone's oh. like, everyone that's quit smoking is like, oh my God, I want to fag so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm sat there with a cocktail I've just made, normally a blueberry daiquiri. I'm an absolute legend. <laughs> and I'm there and I've got a blueberry daiquiri and a fag and no children running around after me. Oh God, I hate you so much. I'm I so, know. I'm de- Do you know what? I get back from runs and the kids have gone to school. I'm desperate for a fag. Absolutely desperate. Haven't smoked for 20 years. Still desperate. Desperate, mate. Oh, God, it never goes away. Um, All right, let's move on to 2017. So at this point, uh, Jade, everything's going quite tickety-boo life-wise, right? You're you're with the brilliant Rich Wilson. You're sitting there wearing your your cardigans. Yeah, is everything okay? 
Yeah, that year um, uh, in 2016 uh, was the year my career set off as well. I, I um, got nominated for Best Newcomer in that year. So you'll start seeing a difference in how much I'm spending. Excellent. Um, we've got some uh, digital uh, kitchen scales drug dealing. Is that why you're really making the money? <laughs> no, it's from baking. I was living with someone. Uh, I was working as a waitress in a in Islington at this little cafe called Lizzie's on the Green in Newington Green, mm. and I'd really got into my baking. That's why I've got digital scales. I bet you'd love to do Celebrity Bake Off. Maybe you've done Celebrity Bake Off, and I've just no. I want. I oh. want to do it so badly. Oh, you'd be good on that. You'd be good on that. I would. Um, all right. Elsewhere in 2017, uh, still wearing the harem trousers. Of course, you are beautiful. The Alibaba long ladies girls pants. I'm not sure that's politically correct anymore. Is it to say Alibaba <laughs> long ladies girls pants? <laughs> well, those ones are actually they were bought for um, comedian Richard Gad. Um, yes. Uh, I he he's the one that wore them. He had to be. Um, oh, actually, did was it for him? No, I didn't buy them for Richard Gad. He ended up wearing them later on. But no, I bought these so I could dress up as um as um Aladdin. <laughs> okay. Uh, any more information on the Aladdin thing? Just uh... no, just uh, just uh, just a dressing up of, of Aladdin. Um, I basically used to do a show um, called a musical, and um, before all the pandemic happened, obviously. Mm. And in that show, uh, it's uh, oh, I, I'm encouraged. My role in it was to encourage encouraged to do very poor dressing up version. Actually, no, I'll take some confidence. Yeah. They were poor. No. They were bloody excellent. Yeah, I've seen several of musicals, and I'm, you're you're. Costumes were always usually the best thing about it. No offense well, to Dave and Curry. This is where I got it all from. Um, July 2017, um, an official Edward Scissorhands wig and uh, official Edward Scissorhands gloves as well. Wicked. Those they, are cool. They came because I did a my Edinburgh Fringe show that year uh, had a, a portion in it where I um, I dressed up as um, Edward Scissorhands and walked towards the audience as my boyfriend dressed in a black morph suit. Um, got snow out of a bag that's also on this list and put it in front of a um a, a mini floor fan and I recreated the scene from Edward Scissorhands for an Edinburgh show. Oh god the things we do for Edinburgh. Oh I know it's good. nuts isn't it? Oh, oh look there it is the beanbag refill beans that's what I use the snow that's on yes. the list. Yes so every day uh £5.94 on uh some beanbag refill beans. I notice you've only bought one beanbag uh, refill bag. So does that mean every day you had to sweep up the beanbag refills and no. use it again? No, what happened was we found that the beanbag beads were so hard to clean up because they were static Oof. that um, Ooh, I yeah. never bought them again. But the theatre in which I... Um, um, the theatre on my preview that I uh, got them Ruined. out, first of all, yeah. they hated me. It <laughs> went everywhere. How to make a theatre hate you? It's got to be, it's got to be a messy get out, hasn't it? When you finish your show and yeah. they, they just want you out of the room as quickly as possible, yeah. And especially at Edinburgh, you you instantly become like you go from the sort of if you've had a good gig, the adulation of a of a a, a cheering clapping audience, and seconds later you're covered in sweat and you're just a stagehand. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm basically, I can't remember the theatre, but here I am on on this podcast saying, mm -hmm. sorry, I'm sorry. I think a podcast where you just apologise would be quite good, actually. Not one will... apologises, you specifically, just Jade Adams apologising. I'd listen to that. Uh, I d well, I've done it quite a lot in my life. <laughs> um, I, I used to just say sorry to like greet people. 
He's so mad. I, I, I start all emails with sorry. It's mad, isn't it? Why sorry, do you say sorry? sorry. It's like when you're late for something as well. I got this little tip. Here's a little tip for you and your listeners. Mm-hmm. When if you're a late person, I'm a late person, and it's not because I'm evil, and it's not because I hate the person I'm meeting. It's because I don't know how to get off the phone. I don't know how to not be there for people that need me, and I get myself into situations that I find really hard. But through the help of a therapist, I've managed to be able to. I've been able to get over that, and now instead of walking into a room after I'm late and saying sorry, I'm late. I say, thank you for waiting. Oh, that's a really good one. Because people like to, when you um, have a personality like mine, if you have any minor things that you're a little bit rubbish at, they'll beat you over the head with it. So it's my way of telling them all to, um, I'm still in charge, but I'm a bit late. <laughs> thank you for waiting. Is a, Oh, I love that. I'm so nice, using that. Yeah, go for it. That is good. That is good. Can we also note that you were two minutes early for the podcast today? So uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for being early, and thank thank you for waiting for me. Apologies. For that. <laughs> um, 10th of August, twenty seventeen. 10th of August, twenty seventeen. You've gone for the uh, black, red, white, deep lace suspender belts. That's excellent news. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about this? Were you at Edinburgh at the time? Was this part of the costume? So this was another costume that I had to put together. And as you can see above that, yes. um, there is a Freddie Mercury wig and <laughs> earrings and top and leather skirt and suspender belts. It's I Want to Break Free! Yes! yes! So there's a, yes. uh, there is a pretty fashion women's faux leather skirt. Yes, of course. Putting the pieces together. Good. There you go. Love it. So when did you do that? <laughs> Why did you do that for? for? For a musical or? That was another musical in Edinburgh in 2017. Okay, okay. So this is when the musical did that, played the massive, giant velodrome. Theatre. Yeah. So we had on, um, uh, we had on John Robbins and he did, I want to, no, he didn't. He did, no. Uh, he did the, we are not the champions. No, not that one. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, he did a, a great Queen song and then I came on after dressed as, um, as that with a Hoover. I had a Henry Hoover and everything. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Lot. There's a lot of costumes. Yeah. In your Amazon purchase history. Like, some of them more wholesome than others. I mean, 8th of December 2018, um, an adult Santa costume. Uh, It's called Ahititi Santa Suit Adult Costume. Um, Um, Got got returned? You returned it, mate. (laughs) You returned it. Yeah, it wasn't good enough. <laughs> it wasn't good enough. I was Santa that year for a drag thing. So I, um, as well as stand-up, I'm very much in the East London drag uh, community where I was uh, until telly came calling. Mm. Um, but I used to, uh, yeah, this would have been for a drag gig. I would have been Chris. I would have been Father Christmas for something. So when did you get into the? How, when did you get into the drag scene? When does that happen? Is that happen at the same time as you're starting stand-up? Have you kept the two things running along? No, I couldn't get into stand-up when I first moved to London with dreams of grandeur Mm. and I'd come, I clipped my heels from, you know, I left Cardiff. I did a, my very first stand-up show was an hour and a half show. Oh, sirens. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're here. Um, uh, (laughs) Such a dad joke. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's why I like it so much. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I uh, I in 2010 I moved to London to to do stand up and I didn't know any stand ups. I'd met one mm. and I sort of tried to contact her to ask if she knew of any gigs and stuff because I knew I wanted to do stand up. I had up until this point been telling people in Wales that I was a stand up having not done any stand up <laughs> at all because my best mate told me to do that. I've said that on many podcasts, but basically my best mate 
said, well, what do you want to be? Because uh, I was doing contemporary dance. I was doing, um, I was working with the National Dance Company of Wales, another choreographer. I was doing a lot of dance-based stuff when I was in Cardiff. Yeah. But it was always sort of funny. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Chapter Art Centre? That was my Yeah, yeah Chapter yeah. was the first... Uh, uh, first time I got a professional gig um, wow. of a show that I wrote. Um, so I was doing all of like, you know, experimental theatre, all of that. And then my uh, I, I, I liked making people laugh. So my best mate said, well, from now on, if anyone asks you what it is you do, you tell them you're a comedian. So for two years, I, did, I told people I was a comedian. And afterwards, I started getting uh, booked for stuff. So that's <laughs> the two year run up then. Uh, a two-year run-up. I just started, like, people just started booking me for things. So, like, I became a priest in an inflatable church and would marry people off their tits on Buckfast at uh, music festivals. Um, and I did that for a bit, which gave me time on the microphone. And then when I moved to London, tried to get into stand-up. It was not easy. Stand-up's not the kindest of places. Mm. Um, so I uh, just found the gays. Um, I already was friends with one of them from my time as a priest. And then I moved in with him and he introduced me to Johnny Wu. He's called Clayton Wright, he runs Little Gay Brother, which is a queer uh, uh, queer nightclub um, collective. Mm. Um, And he introduced me to Johnny Wu and he introduced me to Glyn Fussell, who runs Sink the Pink. And Sink the Pink um, house people like Bimini Bamboulash and Ginny Lemon from Drag Race. So it's like a, a, it was a, a, it used to be a very uh, sort of a huge community in East London that not a lot of people knew about, but obviously now because of the television, it's sort of, you know, it's all going, it's all going a bit nuts in that world. But they, they let me in and I, as long as I dressed up as Adele and I made them laugh and (laughs) as long as I sang opera at them dressed in a nude suit and, you know, like as long as I, as long as I, you know, was one of the, as long as I was a strong, confident woman, I was allowed in their club. That's the rules. I, I, I mean, okay, so several things to unpack. First of all, right, yeah. the, the priest thing just sounds like, what? I mean, I want I want to see that turned into some sort of uh, movie. <laughs> so you, you would uh, fake marry people at festivals or was it a real uh, marriage? Well, I mean, they weren't legally binding. People would have to do all of that stuff. But some of the weddings were real. Some people really did love each other. There was a, um, there was Kath and her, I think her bloke was called Simon. And they, um, uh, she'd been through two bouts of breast cancer. And then when we married them, it was really emotional and everyone cried because they all get like bridesmaids. They get to wear a little dress. They get dressed up and all of that sort of stuff. So next door to the church is the, um, is basically where they go and get ready and book all their, book, book it all. And there's like loads of dresses and stuff that they can all get dressed up in and all of that. Yeah. And, and we ha- we provide bridesmaids, we provide a choir, there's a DJ, all of that sort of stuff. So it's just a nice way for people to bless their existing relationships. Or it's a nice thing to waste your money on at a music festival when you've had too much to drink and you wake up the next day and you're like, am I married? And no one will tell you if you are or you're not. It's just beautiful. It's a little slice of Las Vegas in the middle yeah. of a music festival. Yeah, exactly. And it also means you get to say casually while you're talking on podcasts, well, when I finish my time as a priest, you know what I mean? It just <laughs> sounds fucking great. It's good, isn't it? Um, yeah, so I did that for a while, but then I yeah found the drag uh, the drag community in London, and I and I I cut my teeth there, mm. and then entered Funny Women in 2014 and won it. And then the rest is Amazon purchase history. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our podcast you know it's all about how to get the most out of your partner and we're partners so we know all about it it's good 
get it wherever you want to get it when you go and get it from your podcast place. Richard and Greta. You know? You know? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to part two of My Mate Bought a Toaster, the very fabulous Jade Adams episode. Now, a couple of things. Just before we took a break, I played a trailer uh, for Richard and Greta. Do have a listen to it. It stars the fabulous Nina Conti. She is fantastic. It's a hilarious uh, sort of semi-improvised, semi-scripted sitcom type thing. It's it's about sex. Very funny. Um, And... I just wanted to say, Nina Conti is coming on this show in a couple of weeks' time. So there you go. Nina Conti will be on My Mate Bought a Toaster in about two weeks, I think, is the plan. The other thing I'm going to mention, not a huge surprise, you're probably already getting fed up with this, uh, is the Patreon site where you can get access to future episodes of My Mate Bought a Toaster early and ad-free. And also you can get our spin-off podcast, which is called my mate bought a spin-off podcast. This week, I've got the brilliant Clint Edwards dropping in to talk about all the stuff that Jade Adams has been buying. That is available at patreon.com slash toasterpod. From as little as £3, uh, you can help support this podcast. And it means a huge amount. To those of you who have done it, thank you very much. Gareth Hart, James Hardacre, Tom Hopkins, uh, Tim Gatt, Pat Frischkoff. Thank you, guys. You're all absolutely amazing humans. You are my favourite patrons of all. Uh, go to patreon.com slash toasterpod. For as little as £3 a month, uh, you can help support this absolutely nonsensical podcast uh, which is taking up so much of my life, but I'm happy about that. Uh, anyway, patreon.com slash toasterpod. I really should put that to music. Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash toasterpod. Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash toasterpod. Look at this. Look at this stuff. Okay, we've got an aromatherapy essential oils gift sets. January. What year are we in? We're in 2018 now, Jade. Feel free to yeah. jump into 2018. Take take your brain back to 2018. Okay, so we are in 2018. Why was I buying essential oil? What date was that? January, early doors, 7th of January. 7th of January. Yeah. What was I doing? Um... Oh, I just moved into this place. Okay. I just moved to Leon C with my boyfriend. 
Ah, right. That's what it was. Okay, so, so you'd left behind the um, all-female uh, East London uh, flat where you were living, right? The, the house yeah. share thing. We all moved out. Uh, everyone just uh, had other th- stuff they were doing. Sad when that um, happens, isn't it? When you've got that group of people and you're all and your lives all come together at the same time in a kind of friend styley, and you have that little pocket of time where you all sort of just live as one and then it all falls apart it's all sad it was well we're all still good friends and we've got our council tax whatsapp group that we set up to pay this council tax when we first started uh, living with each other but now we just have it and it's called council tax and we still message each other on it and stuff every now and again you call them your council tax girls because that's uh, the WhatsApp group. <laughs> no, I don't, we just call it council tax. So we'd be like, put it on council tax. Yes. <laughs> I love it. But the aromatherapy essential oils went with the wood grain essential oil diffuser, if you see above it. Yes. So above that, I, I, well, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Um, Come on. Uh, Come on, John, tell us what's there. There's a potato masher right. that, that broke. Um, and I got I got absolutely vilified on the internet because of James Acaster and Ed Gamble. Um, and I don't want to talk about it because people have stopped saying it to me. Um, but basically, I bought a potato masher and it broke. It's basically meant to be one of those ones that's flat pack. But because there's pressure you have to put on a potato masher, yeah. it used to just fold up whilst I was doing it. <laughs> And so I got so annoyed because then Amazon were in that period of time where they were like bugging us for reviews constantly. And I was like, I don't want to review your poxy potato masher. Like, leave me alone. And I just put this on Twitter. And then basically Ed Gamble and James Acaster and various other comedians um, started getting everyone to ask me about... (laughs) potatoes and mashers and various other things and then a hashtag got started and then I did a gig and Ed's had a t-shirt printed with Jade Banger mash written on it and it's I'll be honest it's all gotten out of control because now it's Jade Banger hundreds and thousands and it's all linked the the banger the banger thing is linked to Phil Wang um uh I don't know what had happened but for some reason he started getting picked on with Wanger Banger car and then and then Jade Banger mash happened and then Jade ba- I, anyway I, I don't know where it is now but now I've spoken about it, it It'll, it'll happen again. Oh, mate! This is so. This is where that whole thing started. I'm looking at it now. This is you're the, looking. You're looking at Jade uh, Jade Banger Mash right there. This there. is literally the big Banger Mash. This moment. Yeah. This moment. Yes. Okay. I know. I'm definitely not writing a review of it. But just was it easy to clean out of five? <laughs> don't do it. I'm not. I wouldn't. Please, I wouldn't. Don't. No, it wasn't. It's a load of old shit. Don't. Don't write a review. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Submit. All right, cool. So, someone's going to look at that. Someone's going to look at that and go, "Oh, this is it. This is the most. Fa- it's the most famous potato masher in comedy history of the last ten years or so." <laughs> awesome. Huge. Absolutely huge. Thrilled with that. Thrilled with that. Um, all right. Let's see what else is on 2018 here. On my mate bought a toaster with the fabulous Jade Adams. Um, there is. There is a toaster. There is an actual toaster. There is an actual toaster. <laughs> yes! Jade Adams bought a toaster. It's an interesting date. You've got a lot of good. God, look how many things you bought on the, on the 7th of January 2018, right? Let's just take you through what you got. You got a hand blender, so I don't know why you bothered with the masher in the first place. Um, <laughs> you bought some indoor plants. You bought some Bitex women's jeans skinny high-waist pants for ladies. Uh, you bought, bloody hell, 45... Uh, rolls of toilet paper and you bought a Morphe Richards full slice toaster all in one day Oof. all in one day and and uh, I think I ordered a, a, a radio as well 
at the same time. It's a load of random stuff, basically, on that day, because I just moved in and then was thinking, ooh, what do I need? Yeah, you've got, oh my God, there's so much tahini. Got some tahini here as well. I love tahini. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the starting point for hummus in many ways. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's or a, a baba ganish. Baba ganish, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, see, hummus, always taking the headlines. <laughs> always. So, so unfair. Um I mean, obviously, we should really get a review of the toaster when you've moved into the new place. So you're in Leon C now. Is that so? So, as the name suggests, nice bit of nice bit of sea views where you are. Yeah, I've got a gorgeous view of the. Um, I mean, it's it's raining today, but it's normally quite gorgeous. The sunset it throws up is often. Well, I'll be honest, they show off quite a lot <laughs> with the sunsets down this way. Yeah. Um, but I am moving because I'll be perfectly honest. Um, uh, it's not. It, it's a nice place to live. It's a great view and it's been really great to be quarantined here. But I want to eat in a restaurant. Um, <laughs> I want to eat. I, I like the food's okay up here, but like I've eaten at the Fat Duck. And I know I'm, I say I'm working class, but things have changed, babe. And I just want to be, have access to a large city that mm. can take me to... It's what I like to spend my money on is fine dining. Right. And, uh, and, I, and I'm not close to that here. So... Um, I uh, yeah, I've got um, that's what Bristol is on the cards. You're I, really burning your Leon C bridges. Very, ter- you're going in I hard on I, them. I, there. I, I didn't make many. There's a great brunch place here called the Brunch Club. Mm. Um, they, they're great, uh, and there's places like that. But like in in terms of like you know like a proper fancy meal, it's South End, babe. Like it's not the place for it. Right. But it's been really lovely to sit here and relax, and I get to look at that lovely view, and it's been a great flat to to sort of you know live in i've been here the longest i've been in any property actually so it's been lovely but i don't i haven't really integrated with leon c i've just been in my flat (laughs) right 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 it's quite interesting though how you kind of you do bristol then wales then east london like you 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 move around a fair amount right you're and now on to bristol that's is that why why is that do you think I just like go where the wind takes me really. Like yeah. I'm not like precious about where I am. I don't need to be close to my parents because I got FaceTime. Mm. I I I will go where the where I normally go where the work is. Um and now I'm doing a bit better in my career. I can move slightly f- well, it's not it's actually the same distance to get from Bristol to Paddington. It's the same from here to uh, to to Paddington, you know. It's not Yeah. It's no easier being in... Um... I mean, that's not the most romantic response. I, I prefer <laughs> I, I go where the wind takes me rather than logistics of mainline rail travel. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, this is, it stops at a lot of stations from Leon C. Okay, great. Thanks, Jade. Um, all right, fine. Oh, good. It's just, it's, I'm interested to know because I seem to... I don't know how, quite how this has happened, but here I am in 2021 and I seem to have lived in the same place for like nearly... nearly not far off 20 years. And it's just like, oh, I don't quite know how that's happened. I'm just interested when people have the chutzpah to say, right... Come on. I mean, what is the moment where you go, come on, it's, it's the restaurants, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, good. Um, 24th of January, 2018. This is an interesting one. Uh, a men's wetsuit and some barefoot shoes. <laughs> for a bit of swimming there. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that snigger. What's coming? Well, if you keep looking, yeah. you'll, you'll see what we're up to. Um, okay, hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, if you so that's January 2018. If I so what you're saying is if I scroll, just just scroll down a bit. There was some stuff. It was the reason I bought that stuff. Um, paddle leash, twin pack of paddle leashes <laughs> yeah. for kayaking. Uh, what <laughs> oh fucking god? Five hundred and seventy pounds. <laughs> Five hundred and seventy pounds. 
<laughs> you bought a kayak. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is an absolute first on my mate bought a toaster. <laughs> Do you know how many people have said to me, you've got to get Jade Adams on your podcast because she'll buy fucking anything on Amazon. Not in my wildest <laughs> dreams did I think we'd get a kayak. <laughs> So, so do you want to take us through this? Do you want to tell us the story of what's, what's going on? Well, we'd moved to the sea. There's a good way to get into the water here. I just thought, we'll buy a kayak. And I got all the equipment to go with it. And then I gave it to Rich for his birthday, which was on the 29th of Jan. And how many times have you been in the sea? <laughs> I've been in the sea more times than I've been in it with the kayak, I'll right. be honest. Right. Um, I've, I've done some wild swimming, but um, yeah, we've only he's only taken it out twice. Oh, So that's what, £220 per trip? Yeah. About the same as a novelty speedboat trip for yeah. half an hour. Yeah. Wow. What well, was, his what? his friend his yeah. friend's got a kayak, so I was like, they can go and do it together. Your kayak buddies. Yeah, but I'll be honest. That friend was like, when I sh- when I sent a photograph of it to his friend, his friend laughed at me and said it looks like a shoe. <laughs> um, and then I got really pissed off at that because I was like, no, I've got my boyfriend a nice gift, and actually, it's quite a cool kayak. It's just that we've not used it as much. But do you know what? Now you've sniggered at me. I'll, <laughs> I'm going to make a point. And every week in the summer, you'll see me with my kayak and yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I've reminded you that the kayak exists. Don't forget the kayak. <laughs> it's it's lovely. It's kind of um. How how can I best describe it? It's sort of in the shape. It does look like a shoe. Oh fuck! It looks like it. It looks like a winkle picker. A big. Yeah, it, does. it looks like a big orange winkle picker. <laughs> but it's cool. And it and it's um inflatable and it goes up and it's got like a structure on the inside. So it's and when it's uh it, when it's inflated, it doesn't. It feels rock hard. Like it doesn't feel like it's a, an inflatable. It's not a dinghy, mate. You're not some sort of dinghy dick, are you? No, it's a really good quality. I actually did some research and happened to buy it on Amazon. Um, but I could have like I researched uh, fold away kayaks and this was the best one. Interesting that all the pictures of the kayak, it's all men in the kayak. Yeah, no women in there. I haven't actually been in the kayak, I'll be honest. And did Rich enjoy it when he went out in the kayak? I think so, yeah. I think he's enjoyed it. <laughs> I like the idea that, that you've got it for his birthday. So, And he's he absolutely doesn't want it. But now he's down at the shoreline and you're sort of standing on the shoreline. Go on then. And he's like... Oh. No, he wanted it. All right, okay. He, he mentioned... Like, it's hard getting people gifts, isn't it? Yes, you want it, yes. You want to you get something that they want. And like because his mate in Leon C, where he lives, has a kayak... I, 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 my, my always, my first thought is, is what can I do to distract my boyfriend for long enough, um, so I can get some stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you, you, what you're talking about is a tennis ball to throw for the dog. Essentially. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh no, he's not a dog, but no. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, um, I had some stuff to do, and like, um, uh, Rich didn't have as much stuff to do, but then he got a kayak. So great. It's just also, Jay. This tells us a lot about you. What a fucking awesome person you are you didn't just buy him a kayak you bought him the guard you bought him some neoprene wetsuit gloves you bought him this is so sweet you bought him a waterproof phone case so he could take his phone out you bought him you even bought him a a buoyancy aid so he wouldn't drown and die that is love (laughs) thank you 
what it's it's sort of telling and touching that the first item you bought him was a christmas cardigan that has the same shape as the buoyancy aid you can see how your relationship develops <laughs> cozy christmasy in front of the fire then the same kind of thing put on you just to keep you alive you're keeping him buoyant oh my god i'm reading too much into this aren't i <laughs> no you are it's exactly i want to keep him buoyant I love it. My mate, okay, my mate bought a kayak. That's the first. We absolutely love that. Let's. What we're going to do now, Jade, is scooch on in to recent times. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is just to really give us an eye on your life and see how it's been going in the last few months. See how lockdown was. Also worth me pointing out that in 2020, don't look. How many items do you think you bought on Amazon in 2020, Jade? Do you want to, do you want to have a quick guess? Hundreds. Yeah, that's true. It is, it is in the hundreds. Yeah. Um, a number on it? Oh, God, how much was it? I don't know how much you spent on Amazon. That would be a good stat. But I can, Don't look. I can tell you. I, can I don't tell want you, to know that. I can tell you how many different items you bought over the year. 263. Oh, my God. Well, I was, I, look, you'll see on it, I'm getting like grocery stuff. I'm getting my booze from there, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I, like, it's like, I'm, <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it? It's just, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff. And it's every page. I've never, I've never known a purchase history like this. Every page, there's some gold. Every page. I want to know why did you buy, <laughs> right? I'm just going to do, I'm going to go randomly, forget chronology. Yeah. Where we're going, there is no order in time and space. 24th of May 2020, uh, the Coleman uh, 5 Quantity Cool Box. Oh, because I wanted to, cre- <laughs> I wanted to create, um, so I am a barista, uh, not a bar- I'm not a barista, but I am also that. I'm a cocktail maker. Oh, yeah. And um, I wanted, so I bought myself some whiskey glasses um, and I've bought uh, someone else some recently. They're also in my w- wish list as well. Mm-hmm. Um but these whiskey glasses are lovely and I make a Negroni and I wanted to have the crystal clear ice that you get at bars because obviously we're not going out at the moment and I wanted to recreate what I get at bars. Now, I make really great cocktails. I used to, used to be a cocktail waitress for three years, so I've made a lot of them. Mm. So I wanted to, the way that you do it is you, you get the tap, you fill up your ice cube tray yeah. and you put that ice cube tray in a cool box and the whole cool box then goes into the freezer and you can make crystal clear ice. That is a that is a proper life hack. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god, that's brilliant. You know, like how ice has always got air in it. It's always got the um. It's always grey and sort of looks foggy, doesn't it? Yeah, well, that's because of the uh, oxygen that's inside of it. But if you like put it in something as it's freezing, it doesn't get all of that mixed up. And it's um, I'm sure there's a more scientific uh, process that I'm not talking about here. But uh, <laughs> no, but yeah. still, it works. I guarantee you, every single listener's just gone. Oh, oh I remember that. It's very yeah. useful. Very there useful. Um, 2nd of August, 2020. Uh, Cavallini Roma Lusa Leather Journal. This is nice. What's Ooh, 65 yeah. quid, Jade? I know. And I use it every day. Do you? Yeah. Do you want to see it? I, do you want me to prove it to you? Well, I, I'm quite interested to know, is it for writing? What, what's for, what do you write in it? It's, um, it's, it's just for, it's, 
it was a way to make me really care about the jokes that I'm writing rather than like just doing a note on my phone or, you know, like the, the physical, the physical act of buying an expensive notebook for primarily just for joke writing. Um, it's meant I've been really productive with doing that because what I'll do is I once a week, I go through all the notes that are on my phone and then I sit with the jokes I've written and I write them out in my, in my, um, my, my leather bound uh, notebook. Oh my God. I love that. That's like a sort of monk scroll. God's words. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I, I, I'm getting a lot more sort of jobs where I need to have fresh material. Like I've done, I've been, I mean, I've been, I've been on, I'd say like four, four stand-up shows in the last year. And that rinses through your material, doesn't it? It really does, especially if I'm, I'm not, I haven't written an Edinburgh show in 2020 either. Like I normally have an hour's worth of material from that that I can use on the telly after, but I haven't had that. Mm. So I just had to get a little bit more, um, uh, shall we say, uh, strategic with my my joke writing because I was like, oh, I've come up with it. like you'll be sat chatting chatting with your partner or like talking to someone on Zoom and a joke will come in your head, mm. and then you're like, oh, you should write that down. And I now write those things down because it's all those things I can go I can do telly jobs with and not and feel confident, you know. Yeah, I've just I think that's a really really clever way of doing it because we're all obsessed with self care, but part of the thing we never think about with self care is looking after. Like if you're creative, looking after the stuff you make, I'm, I'm, it's because it's just so true. All of my comedy I've ever written is in, a, is in crap ring binders and falling apart. And if you put it in something beautiful, that's telling you this is precious. Well, I also, I, I'm not. I think I have for a long time felt perhaps I don't fit in in stand up because I, I mean, I don't talk like normal people. I don't talk whatever that normal word is, but I don't. The, my, the way that I construct sentences when I'm talking to people and stuff, it's meant that I haven't always been massively confident about being able to communicate with people through speaking. Mm. And that's a, a, a class thing. Uh, there's a massive portion of the UK who uh, can't verbally communicate in the ways that people want them to. And then every time you may, you spell something um, badly online, they'll come at you and batter you over the head with your inability to have sat still in education because mm. all of us were creative. So I... Um, I just started what I just started taking my writing very seriously in 2020 because I'll be honest it was all I was doing I've got like a I've got I, I can't say much but I've got a couple of things on the go yeah and I just had to make a choice in 2020 like like stand-up is gone the live scene I can't write on stage anymore I now have to think of myself as a serious writer and that leather bound book that you can see was the day that I did that I love it just tell me one thing please can you write by candlelight when you're writing in it <laughs> absolutely and i do i've actually <laughs> how funny um i've got sat next to me my crystals and i have paolo santo which i bought from amazon <laughs> and i i bless them under the moon what an arsehole oh, you legend i love it oh my god you see that 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 priest marrying people in glastonbury she's gone nowhere no, she is still here. I'm very spiritual, me. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual for sure. Nice. Um, well, I can tell you spiritual because you're a massive fan of Angel. 8th of September 2020. <laughs> £1.89 she spent on that. Boom. Um, Angel, the TV show, you'll see a lot of those. I watched, um, I kept on paying for each episode and I don't know why because I've already fucking watched it. <laughs> <sighs> it's so fascinating. Who pays for TV? Jade Adams does. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, well, Angel isn't available. It now is, but it wasn't available on 
um, on Amazon Prime. I had to pay for it. And I was in the middle of watching Buffy and Angel at the same time. And Buffy I have for free. Yes. But I, um, I, I didn't have Angel. And I wa- you have to... I basically, every year, I rewatch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I have, I've done it since it's not been on telly. So once a year, sometimes twice. Last year I did it twice. Right. I'll rewatch, I rewatch Buffy. It's aged so well. Yeah, it has. Here we go. Look at this. August 2020. Someone's missing Edinburgh because she's absolutely getting stuck in 50 shades darker 50 shades freed <laughs> 7.99 50 shades freed oh mate i mean you've got to hit rock bottom i guess yeah i've got uh, uh i watched the 50 shades of gray all three of them i i just felt as a comedian i should probably have knowledge over something like that you know mm. i refused to watch it when everyone else was so i watched it in august there's some bad reviews lynn says i really yeah, wanted to really enjoy bad. this but oh dear this was a disappointment from start to finish not a happy finish. Felt almost rushed, as if cast, crew, director, and everyone else involved had somewhere else they'd rather be. Oh, God. Basically, what what was her name? Who said that? Lynn. Lynn is basically saying not enough sex in this, because that's the problem with it. <laughs> the problem is, is it's nothing like the books, and that is what everyone went over to it for. We wanted to see penetration, and we wanted to... S- like, Lynn, watch some porn. Go to Pornhub and type in romantic porn and you will find what it is you need. You will be fine. Everything will be fine. And it's only and that's only like what, you know, 15, 20 minutes long. Yeah. Rather than exactly. hours. Hours and hours of plot and character development. No, thank you. <laughs> um all right, listen, before we go, I'm gonna have one quick look through the uh, basket, which like I say has got ninety items in it, Jade. Right? So this is is this stuff you're eyeing up, you're yeah. thinking about buying? Uh we've got a mini waffle maker. Whoa. Thirty-four ninety-nine. Fucking get it, mate. Get it. What's interesting is you have skipped past my real obsession that I'm quite quiet about, <laughs> which is my um, addiction to buying kitchen appliances. I've seen so many so as I, we like, go. I've seen so many as we go. Yes, I have loads of them, and that waffle iron. I'm still deliberating on whether or not I need a waffle iron, considering I already have an ice cream white waffle iron. You know. What is the difference between an ice cream waffle iron and this waffle iron? Well, this waffle iron makes sort of Belgian style waffles and my one makes, I can make um, a ice cream cone um, waffle on it. So you just make, you can make the batter and then you put it on that and cook it over the flame and then you, um, and you wind it around a a plastic cone and you make yourself ice cream cone waffles. It's like getting breakfast at a boutique hotel in your gaff. Yeah, it absolutely is. Toasters and waffles. I am your, you know, like the mods in the, in the uh, 70s and stuff. It was all about um, living well under difficult circumstances <laughs> that's my entire output that's my life um you've also got a garden silicon thumb knife a vegetable cutter knife which well, you, haven't, you haven't got it yet this is it's still in the uh i saw basket. that advertised on tiktok and i was like oh <laughs> <Classic>, great <classic. laughs> oh great i'll get one of those but i haven't bought it yet all right okay so just put that in the uh, in the basket a interdesign classico wine glass drying rack oh yeah 10.99 come on treat yourself I I um haven't got that because I bought something else that has that attached to it, so that's why that's in there. Okay, I mean, do you want me to delete it? It's in the basket. No, 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 because I still might buy it. Okay, good. There you go. See, um, uh, sixteen pesticide-free fly papers. Come for some fly paper here. Getting ready for summer. I I'm like really bad. I've got a, a phobia of insects. Mm. Um, the only insect that I'm not scared of, which is, you know, toxic femininity has really helped me with butterflies, you know. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I am um, I'm terrified. I I've had 
quite a significant amount of weird experiences with insects. When I was eight, I was eating the Solero, Solero ice lolly and a wasp landed on it and I ate the wasp. <sighs> I had another time where I was in my Welsh um, ha- uh, my Welsh flat when I was at university and I went out for the day and I left the windows open and the lights on and the whole of the local, you know, like it's South Wales, it's the valleys. Yeah. Like I had every creepy cruelly from the valleys it was like the opening of king kong in my bedroom and i had to like rush downstairs and get the get the uh, the caretaker to come and clear it all out and then he promised me he'd got everything and then at about three o'clock in the morning i woke up to this noise and i opened my eyes and this may bug (gasps) with orange antlers was flying (laughs) by my eyeballs type may bug in they are the size of a small bird they are disgusting, and that was flying in front of my face. So I screamed and ducked and Rah! I can't even look at it online. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I can't even look at it online. <laughs> How are you going to get back to your computer? Oh my god! Look at his eyes. No. Ooh, I, just, I, I can't even look at insects. I. The, the hang on, hang on. Do you know what? Do you know what the Maybug is also called? What? It's called a doodlebug or a cockchafer. I don't like any of those names. <laughs> really don't like I, those names at all. I don't like any insects. Like, ugh, awful. I'd be terrible in the Serengeti. This is why I can't... It, like, I, yes, I do care about the treatment of animals and stuff like that. But, like, seriously, I will kill any f- insect immediately without thinking about it if it flies in my face. Yeah. I, I don't have any control over that reflex. It's hard to think that they, they're sentient, though, isn't it? Really? Well, I do, like. I'm sure they've got a lovely little life, and Pixar has done a great job at trying to get us. To care <laughs> yeah, about yeah, them. yeah. True. But true. fundamentally, they sting the shit out of you and lay eggs inside of you as you sleep. And I have no interest in having that in my life. Yeah, it's definitely not on my list of uh, character qualities. It's not what I look for in a partner. Put it that Me way. Me too. Okay. Um, Indian head stone ground yellow cornmeal. Nice. Oh, cornmeal. Yeah. So I spent a long time trying to find cornmeal during the pandemic because I wanted to make I've got this uh, friend called Carla um, who is called Carla Hall. She's a very famous chef in America. I did Crazy Delicious with Heston Blumenthal with her. Mm. And um, she's got this great recipe for cornbread. So I we went like my poor boyfriend drove me to five supermarkets trying to find cornmeal. And I ended up just getting it on Amazon. Amazon was there for you. Always there for you. I know. Um, nothing tells the story of Jade Adams better than uh, Indian headstone ground yellow cornmeal uh, being right next to, right? Cheek yeah. by jowl next to. I mean, we could sit here for the rest of our lives and you wouldn't guess what's next to it. Hang on. Uh, what's next to it? Bald caps, latex bald cap for adults. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to explain? Do, do we need an explanation? Maybe we don't need an explanation. What? Uh, I was Uncle Fester. What more do you need? <laughs> That's it. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. So good. So good. And then look, finally, finally, Jade, and this has been a roller coaster ride. And I think, I honestly feel like you just need to come back again and we just need to go through it again and we'll have... I'm really up for that. Oh, Seriously. Mate, can you? Because I've never done that with anyone and I think it'd be brilliant to get you back because it's just yeah, let's so do more. much stuff. Look at this. The final item for today, the golden service medieval renaissance friar cowl robe. (laughs) Right? The priest is back. There she is. (laughs) 
I was basically, I just needed a robe and I was going to cover it in um, Swarovski crystals. Um, so I just wanted a basic robe that I could do that to. Um, but I ended up not doing it because uh, I just didn't have the time. Because you spent all your time on Amazon putting random things in your basket. That's why you didn't have the time. Fucking <laughs> oh, hell. Uh, Jade, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for letting us go through uh, your purchase history. Um, and can you just just whatever you do keep buying random shit on Amazon because we there's a Christmas special here we will definitely do a Christmas special yes, I please. love this good. it's been therapy as well good that's the idea great great <laughs> yeah if you could just transfer me 150 quid thank you so much <laughs> okay done the fabulous Jade Adams on My Mate Bought a Toaster isn't she gorgeous just so kind and generous and loving and funny and all the all the good things all the positive things um, so thank you very much for listening that's the end of the episode next week I've got Suze Kempner on don't forget that is available on Patreon from this Friday and uh, that's it really oh and thank you by the way um, I've had lo- loads of reviews for some reason have come through thick and fast on the old podcasts app so thank you if you've uh, taken time to do that very much appreciated it really helps all the best see you next week bye Hi, I'm Yasmin Akram, letting all of you know that myself and my friend Philippa Dunn and I have released the second series of our podcast, We Heart Worry. Join us for hard-hitting discussions on flashing your neighbours accidentally, looking after a child's pet when they go away, and of course, that most universal of worries, a strong fear of chicken. That's We Heart Worry. Find us where you find good podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.